chapter 19. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns, put it on Jesus' head, and threw a purple robe around him. Then they repeatedly insulted him. Hail, King of the Jews! And they were slapping him in the face. Pilate went outside again and spoke to them. Look, I am bringing him outside to you to let you know that I find no grounds for charging him. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Here is the man. When the chief priests and the temple police saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate responded, Take him and crucify him yourselves. I find no grounds for charging him. The Jews replied to him, We have a law, and according to that law, he must be put to death, because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was more afraid than ever. He went back into his residence and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus did not give him an answer. So Pilate said to him, You are apparently not willing to talk to me. Do you understand that I have authority to release you and authority to have you crucified? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all if it had not been granted you from above. This is why the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. From that moment on, Pilate made every effort to release Jesus. But the Jews shouted, If you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar's. Any self-appointed king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus outside. He sat down on the judge's bench at a place called the Stone Pavement, in Hebrew, Gabbatha. It was the preparation day of Passover week, and it was about six in the morning. Then Pilate told the Jews, Here is your king. But they yelled, Take him away, remove him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Should I really crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king except Caesar. So then, because of this, he handed Jesus over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus away. Carrying his own cross, he went out to what is known as Skull Place which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him and two others with him, one on either side, with Jesus in the middle. Pilate also had a sign made and put on the cross. The inscription read, Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. So the Jewish chief priest said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am the king of the Jews. 
Pilate replied, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier. They also took his tunic, which was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. They then said to one another, Let us not tear it, but toss for it, to see who gets it. They did this to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my clothes among themselves, and cast lots for my clothing. And this is what the soldiers did. Standing close to the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, this is your son. Then he said to the disciple, This is your mother. And from that moment, the disciple took her to live in his home. After this, when Jesus knew that everything was now accomplished in accordance with the fulfillment of Scripture, he said, I'm thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was sitting there, so they put a sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop plant and held it up to his mouth. When Jesus had taken the sour wine, he said, It's finished. Bowing his head, he expired. Since it was the preparation day of Passover week, the Jews did not want the bodies to remain on the cross on the Sabbath. For that Sabbath day was a special Sabbath. They requested that Pilate have the men's legs broken and that their bodies be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man and of the other one who had been crucified with Jesus. When they came to Jesus, they did not break his legs, since they saw that he was already dead. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this happen has witnessed to that fact. His purpose is that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows he is telling the truth. These events happened so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And another scripture says, they will look at the one they have pierced. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, who was one of Jesus' disciples, but secretly because of his fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might remove Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission, so he came and took his body away. Nicodemus, who previously had visited Jesus at night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes weighing about 75 pounds. Then they took Jesus' body and wrapped it in linen clothes with the aromatic spices following the burial custom of the Jews. 
There was a garden in the place where he was crucified. A new tomb was in that garden. No one had yet been placed in it. They laid Jesus there because of the Jewish preparation day and since the tomb was nearby.